episode two. Uh, <clears throat> this is what if T'Challa was Star Lord and people actually liked him. Yes. Um, so we're going to be talking yeah. about that. Yes. He was a great Star Lord. Yeah, yeah. This. Yeah. This entire episode, it was just dunking on Peter Quill. I mean. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Peter Quill kind of sucks. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah T'Challa. Yeah, T'Challa. He's just a better person than you. Yeah. yeah. So, episode two of What If? So, building off of what we saw in the first episode, it's just yeah. taking characters that we already know and asking simple What If questions. This is basically Marvel's The Twilight Zone. So, this asks, What if? Yondu didn't actually come to Earth and he sent his lackeys and they kidnapped T'Challa instead of Peter Quill. And th- we're getting a uh, T'Challa that wants to be an explorer. We get that they bo- uh, him and Yondu bond over him wanting to like see the- see the entire universe. And we cut to a very familiar scene in Guardians 1. Sans, uh, Sans uh, come and get your love. But mm-hmm. That scene, it plays out, and uh, Korath, I think is his name, the D- Jaiman Hansu's character, mm. he's a fanboy for uh, for uh, T'Challa. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And it's so fucking wonderful. And it's yeah. a very different performance than we've gotten from uh, Jaiman Hansu. What If is mm. amazing. And what I like about this one in particular is that we get, everyone's like, oh, what, we want a black superhero that's just like, you know, he's just a superhero. He's just this. And this is exactly giving us that. To me personally. Like, I feel like him just wanting to be an explorer and wanting to just go out there. I can relate to that, but everybody can relate to that. You know what I mean? So they wrote a character where a majority of the audience can identify with him outside of, you know what I mean? The fact that it's clear his character and his roots. But I just, I think he was just, I wish he had been Star-Lord. Like, hi, kid. I kind of wish this was the Guardian Galaxy like we got for real. Like I like the original ones, but this one was just so much more interesting. You know what I mean? Like mm. even the the character changes with um, dang, I forgot her name already. Uh, Nebula. Don't smoke, kids. Don't smoke. Kids. Uh, yes, I love this version of her. I mm. really, really do. Mm. Um, and it would be nice if they like even made it like. This is before she turns into whatever she turns into. But I don't know. I like the variations of it. The variation of Thanos took me off guard. <laughs> the variant, the Thanos variant. Right. That's also how I look at what it's like. It's variant. But no, I really enjoyed this, man. This was like, I love this series so far from the animation to the, to, they just know exactly like enough information for you to get invested but it moves enough to where it's not lagging. But sorry, I'm fangirling. I love oh. this series. Mostly. Yeah. Um, no, that's yeah, very good. Yeah. So you know, with, yeah, like you say, with this series, uh, with this episode, you know, really get a chance to explore kind of all these you know different elements and different things about you know what these characters. And I think you know, as opposed to what happened in the first episode, because we reviewed that. I don't know how you felt about the first episode, mm-hmm. but when we talked about the first, yeah, ep- we we weren't really crazy about the first episode. Yeah, we just felt like we felt like it was too short, and with the emotional connection, it fe- something feels off with uh, the fact that uh, certain people didn't come back to the show to mm-hmm. do voices. It, it something felt off just by not having Chris Evans play Steve Rogers. Yeah, 
I think one of my, kind of one of the bigger issues for me was just that it just felt like the first Avenger, but just condensed into thirty minutes and just just gender swapped. I mean, I think that was kind of the bigger thing mm. issue with me, uh, with with kind of with that with the whole episode. I still kind of thought it was decent, but I was just saying you didn't really do much with the whole what if concept. But this one I think does more with the yeah. what if concept because not only is it just is T'Challa Star Lord or as Nebula likes to say Cha Cha, uh, which I'm that, I think that's a great yeah, Cha Cha. <laughs> um, yeah, you know. and yeah, this episode it does great at exploring the ripple effects of what some what an event like that would cause. And T'Challa just fucking cracked a cold one with Thanos, and now he's he's gone straight. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He's he's great at debates. You know what I mean? And you know he was able to turn <laughs> Thanos all around. Um, and you see that you know when he was you know this young boy, and he was like you know I'm tired of living in this bubble that is Wakanda, and you know and I want to see the world, I want to explore, and you know see him being you know him picked up by the ship, and then there is a reason why you know. You know, people say, well, why is he called Star-Lord? It's like, well, he is a lord, and he's in the stars, so it makes sense for him to be Star-Lord more than <laughs> Peter Quill to be Star-Lord. Goofy. You know what I mean? Uh, so that would kind of make more sense. But, yeah, I mean, and in this episode, um, pretty much everybody's returning voices except for, like, Dave Bautista, mm-hmm. who's not um, Drax in this, even though they did get somebody who did sound a lot like Dave Bautista. Like, if you didn't probably know... They they swapped it out. You probably think it was Dave Bautista because the guy who was voicing. Yeah, him. I thought that voice was a little off, but he did mm-hmm. a good job. Yeah. yeah, and you see Drax. You know his family is safe. You know since Thanos didn't become a whole genocidal murderer. Um, you know which people are trying to. You know even you know even though he's still trying to argue his point is a little bit. It's like well no, it technically it wasn't really genocide. It's random, so it's not really genocide. No, you know? it's random. You know no, what I mean? You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's like it's, it's not really. It's like cool motive, still murder. Yeah, <laughs> cool motive, still murder. Yeah, but he's right. It is efficient though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's right though. You you couldn't argue with what he was saying. It was still fucked up. But <laughs> I don't know, but I you know what I mean. Maybe they, they you know they should have did it you know longer episode where they showed that debate between him and and him and Thanos. You know what I mean? Back and forth. Oh, I would have loved that. You know what I mean? When that th- um, but you know, but he did do some of the some bad things before T'Challa got to him because Nebula and him have a, still have kind of a shaky relationship because he did still torture mm-hmm. Nebula and do all that stuff to her. So um, you know, he still kind of did a lot of bad stuff before he turned around. <clears throat> but now Thanos is a part of yeah, the whole. But he also, yeah, but also it's clear that this is before uh, he ran into Gamora because she's not a part of this episode. Yeah, she's not. Yeah, she's not part of this episode, and it explains that. So since Thanos didn't go on kind of his whole rampage to you know get more power, that that vacuum got filled by the Collector. Um, and was that Benicio del Toro doing the voice for the Collector? Yep, that was him. Yeah. He, okay, he reprised the role. Okay, because it sounded it, a, yep, a little bit different. Not only that, but the entire uh, ca- yeah, not only that, but the entire cast of uh, the Black Order. The- they came back. So uh, Carrie Coon, uh, Tom Von Lawler, they all reprised their roles as uh, Thanos's henchmen from Infinity War. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, and you know, so this kind of you know, like I said, it's it's not just Guardians of the Galaxy over again, condensed into thirty minutes, like how kind of the, I thought mm-hmm. the first episode was. 
of like first avenger this is like a whole new story it's telling like a heist you know nebula comes to t'challa with the whole plan of trying to you know break into the collector um who's now all super jacked because he's you know had all these you know augmentations and enhancements and now he's got all these weapons um like you see in the line of weapons that he has his milnir his captain america shield he's wearing hella's you know uh, uh you know headdress um that she has so he's got all these kind of different weapons so I guess that's presumably supposed to mean people like Thor and people like Captain America are dead since he has their weapons. Um, and I thought, you know, that was kind of really cool. You know, this whole heist element, you know, they kind of bring in of him trying to do this thing. And, you know, T'Challa being a part of the Ravengers and how he's kind of turned the Ravengers around. And they're like, you know, kind of these peacekeepers of the galaxy and doing all these great things for the galaxy. Yeah, yeah they, they've become, uh, yeah, they've become basically uh, Robin Hood of the galaxy. Yeah, Robin yes. Leeches of the galaxy galaxy pretty much as uh, uh <laughs> as uh, michael rooker was saying yeah uh robin leeches of the galaxy and yeah i mean you know he's everybody knows who he is he's famous you know what i mean everybody you know wants to just be around him it's like he's just this great person that you know everybody just knows who he is and it's kind of yeah kind of awesome um jenna what were some of your favorite elements of of this episode i think my favorite elements of this episode actually was to me, I I don't know. I, the character design in all of this is awesome. So, and I oh yes, agree. yeah, they had no yeah. right to they had no right to make Nebula look that damn good. Facts, you know, I was like, right? I didn't I didn't realize that was Nebula for a second. I was like, yeah. what? No, when I finally damn. like it took me a millisecond, and I realized and I was, she was like, okay, cha cha. I was like, Ooh, I like her, but like it was, <laughs> it was pretty much Nebula. And the collector were actually my favorite kind of like this would be interesting because the collector never came off to me as someone who I would be afraid of, right? He didn't really ever. Yeah, come he off was to me, he so was like, never menacing in uh, exactly. in Guardians or in any of his other appearance. Mm-hmm. But in this one, it was like, oh shit! Like he hiding <laughs> like, like bro, don't go out like that. But T'Challa's. Uh, relationship and then him coming back to Wakanda too like I really want if anything that I want I want this version of Star-Lord to be fleshed out similar to almost like Loki like uh, give me an episode like an episodic storyline that fleshes this out a little bit more because T'Challa is such an engaging character I also got kind of sad though because oh, Chadwick yeah, man yeah, and that's my yeah, this entire twin, and it's like, damn, bro, I love you. He's such an amazing, uh, he's such an amazing actor, and I'm just so yeah. This, yeah, this entire episode, it it was it. I loved it, but it felt bittersweet at the same time yes. because we know that this is probably one of the last times we'll uh, see Chad with Bozeman perform, and we know he's uh, also recorded three more episodes for What If. Yeah. Oh, good. So, okay. so we're so we're gonna see this character again. Yeah, yeah. that'll be dope. Yeah, because it, I the What If series is prepping for fans to understand that like, no, we can have superheroes of different races and genders fill these roles, mm. and they'd be just as good. So shut the hell up. Like shut up already. <laughs> because if we can accept also, a multiverse, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, let's, also, let's be real. Peter Quill kind of sucks. Yeah. He did, and to child, he's just more engaging. 
the 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 thing that interested me in this version was Wakanda being quote unquote destroyed, and then when he came mm. back, that was my only issue because I was like, I wish I would have known like what happened in Wakanda, and then like I wish they could have introduced like Storm and Shuri kind of being Black Panther. I thought that would be a great segue into introducing like Shuri as Black Panther because when he left that role, you know what I mean, probably need to be filled. Mm-hmm. Right. So we can get a different Black Panther. It's just, I appreciate them um, opening up the series and the timelines and giving us the variety that we crave. Like, they're just like Rick and Morty. I like their writing group. They kind of like say fuck you to the snotty ass brats, and I'm here for it. Because mm. <laughs> we're getting the content that's really good, and it's interesting, and we, we really get to see why we fell in love with these comics and these characters to be with. So, yeah. I'm really excited, and I think this is the only time I'll ever like my apologies to children listen to this. Please don't. Um, <laughs> but this is the only time that I think I'll ever be a Marvel fan. Cause I didn't, I didn't like the movies too much. Any of the, I didn't care too much for like the Avengers and stuff. It was cute, but hmm. those movies don't age well. If you look <laughs> back to the first Iron Man, it didn't at all. Wow. So, <laughs> but these, um, no, it sucks. But if you, these TV series, um, I think that's its like strength is that they can break these up. Um, but Marvel's really good at doing it. So this is like, this is just gold mine for them, honestly. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm fangirling again, my bad. Yeah. <laughs>